Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast, all about guest conversations and our personal thoughts about big ideas that will elevate your life and change your mind. We're talking about how to bring them into your business, your family, and your real life, and what that looks like day to day on any random Tuesday. I'm Christy Bartelt, a quirky, wise mentor helping women confidently love themselves and change their lives and their minds. I'm Serena Talbot, and I'm passionate about helping people heal and accomplish their goals, bringing spirituality and intuition into the process so that people can move forward with the life they are created to live. Thanks for joining us. All right, everybody, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us on The Whole Point. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming week after week to hear who we have on the show and what we have to say. We really appreciate you and we can feel the love, people, when you reach out to us and just the energy of of being listeners. So we want to start by thanking you there. We had some thoughts about what we were going to record today, but this is actually how a lot of my conversations with Serena start and she could verify that working with me is an adventure to say the least. But I had a lot of, if you go back and listen to when we're talking about human design, I had a lot of my like lit up generator energy and I showed up, but there was something there. And I was speaking in metaphors to Serena. I said, there's this been this caterpillar in my life that I've been watching on my walks and he's disappeared and there's a rock blocking a geyser. And she's like, okay, Christy, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why don't we just talk to your intuition? And Let's just pause what I say. say it's just when what I have no idea what yeah, I'm she's supposed like, to say. None of this makes sense. There's a rock. And I got nothing. Guys I got nothing. So let's ask somebody who knows more, which is so, you. Well, yeah, you, everybody knows about themselves, like go inside. But number one, everybody get yourself a friend that's going to be like, let's just, let's just work this out from the inside out. Number one, everybody needs that. So just go, go hook that up for yourself. But so Serena did, um, she held space for my intuition to come through, which is just loud and clear. You guys just keep doing this work. It gets so much easier. Serena, would you agree with that? Talking to your intuition yes. gets so much clearer. It does. It's, it's really learning. So, I mean, and this is what we were talking about. It's a, it's its own language that you mm-hmm. learn to translate and you learn when it's your intuition and when it's ego and you learn to trust that it can be that good that it can that be that easy. big that it can be that easy yeah. that your life is going to be that wonderful I think that's the work is to allow all of that in and that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it isn't requiring work or that it won't be scary or any of those things but that's where I do I do think it's so powerful to have somebody else with us holding holding space with us when we do it because I can look at you and be like yeah you're fucking amazing. Like no questions asked, but when <laughs> you get a thing from your intuition saying you're going to do this amazing thing, you're like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I screwed up last week. I don't know. Like, what if I <laughs> mess it up? Like, what are my friends going to think? I'm going to be, they're going to think I'm a pompous idiot, you know, or whatever. Right. So it is really helpful to, to have that. That's why we both have intuition as part of our practice and have sessions uh, for that kind of thing. But yeah. And it's, it's so, it's fun. It's though. so fun. Well, and it's so clarifying. And we get, so we look at the emotional scale thing, you know, we had a podcast about that, but this idea that you can have a life view of hope, harmony, meaningful, love, joy, right? You're, you get to that level where you have mm. metaphors about rocks and caterpillars. So well, 
to not keep anyone in suspense, because I know you're dying to know what my intuition said, right? You're dying to know what is the geyser. So I had this um, metaphor that there is a geyser in me that was blocked by a big rock. I don't know what the caterpillar has to do with it. He's like a side note. He's just like a side story. But um, so we kind of went in there and talked to my intuition. And in that idea of like, what moves the rock? What allows it? What is the geyser? What's going to happen? Actually, like a real strong... Um, I would call it like a mantra or a life goal came through. And it, for me, it was fuck it. Like, just fuck it. What people think, the fear that you feel, the blockages, anything. And it was so liberating. And it's funny. My intuition is kind of sassy just in general. Serena can vouch for it says like random things. Like some people's is very peaceful and like, uh, like Zenny. Mine's like kind of fuck it all the time. But I encourage you to look around today. What can you say fuck it to to release the block, the rock that's blocking your geyser? Because for me, the geyser is more. It's more love, more bliss. Is that what it said? I can't. Sometimes you can't remember afterwards. It said bliss, right? Like what's the thing that explodes? And it was bliss. And happiness. So much happiness. So it was a rock. It was a rock. You have to say fuck it to. Stopping me from being myself. Yeah. And what was stopping you from being yourself? Me? (laughs) Yeah. And our fear? Yeah. It was the fear of what other people would think. The fear of what was on the other side of me letting the geyser out. This idea that there's something in me that's ready to come out into the world. And what if it gets on somebody, does something unintended, is bigger than I can control, whatever that is. Just this imaginary fear. So part of me said, oh, this will be really helpful. Let me put this rock here because that sounds potentially scary, right? Because the rock is trying to help me. The rock is trying to help me from this this fear, which is a made up thing. Um, and my intuition was just like, what do you need to do? Serena, and Serena's beautiful at this. She doesn't just let the intuition say it's one random thing. She's like, and what else? And what does that mean? And where do we go from there? But it really has a lot to do actually with what we wanted to say today, which is we're going to take a break in August from dropping new episodes for you guys, because just like I had something that was in me, stopping me, the podcast also as part of what Serena and I do is evolving always because we just, we got, can't stifle the growth. And so we're going to take a break in August um, for a few episodes, and we're going to come back with season three in September. We don't know what that looks like yet. <laughs> this is the this is the really really important thing that your those two metaphors, the geyser of like all the things you are supposed to be, right? Your potential, who you are, Christy, you know, warts and all, is supposed to be seen, show up in the world, be happy, possibly get on other people, right? Like maybe annoy somebody Mm -hmm. and definitely bless a lot of people. And the rock is other people's opinion. And we remember the book, the top five regrets of the dying is I wish I had done that thing in my life, but I was too scared what other people think. And you said it, it's imaginary. Mm -hmm. What other people think is imaginary. We're going to stop doing the podcast in August. There may be like three people that blink, (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. That even care. But we put this on us rocks that are holding us back and stopping us from what we're supposed to be doing because we think all these people care and they have nothing better to do than pay attention to our lives and they're going to judge us and they're going to think bad of us. And in this grand scheme of things, 
there may be two, there may be 200, but you cannot, they can't stop you. They, you can't allow them to stop you from doing the thing in your life that you're supposed to do where you're going to live with regret. Mm -hmm. And if they care and they criticize you, you don't want them in your life anyway. If somebody's mad at you for being great, for being successful, for being happy, you don't need them in your life. It is imaginary. It's imaginary that this person is going to be upset by how great we are and that we're going to care and that they're going to stop our life. It's imaginary. It's made up. Mm -hmm. So it's very helpful to look at that mirage and say, fuck it. And, and the rock cares? is made up. The rock is it's made up by the mind up. as a protection. As a, yeah, it's interesting. I'm reading um, The Four Agreements to My Kids. I don't know if you've ever read this book by Don Miguel Ruiz. I believe a million years ago, and yeah. I can't believe it's you're a, reading it. Your kids are going to be like the most enlightened little no, humans. No, they're just like so annoyed. They're like, really? But you got to earn screen time. In. You got to earn screen time around here somehow. It's sinking but, in. In five years, they'll be like telling their little friends about the four agreements, and you'll be, <sighs> your heart will explode. I just, I the thought you. of that makes me want to like just cry tears of joy, but I read it years ago. And yeah. now I'm rereading it, which of course, every time you read, read something, a, a great work, particularly you get something different or it goes deeper and it is penetrating at quite a different level for me. But, um, we are on the second agreement right now, but the whole idea, the whole premise and going to this idea of what other people say or believe about us is Don Miguel Ruiz, who wrote the book talks about words, which you know how we feel about words. If you've listened to our podcast, they're either white magic or black magic. And whether you believe in magic, just go with it as a metaphor, the idea. They're either casting a positive spell on yourself and other people, or they're casting a negative spell on yourself or other people. And so this idea of the future, this is of what someone would think, of what some, where someone would be about your position in the world, about what you think or say or do. What if they said something to you, if they sent that word that is black magic to you, the only thing you have to be aware of is that you can either let it in or let it go. You either, the way to be immune to the magic, quote unquote, is just to not believe in it. Just to be like, oh, that's their perception from their own view of reality that is within them and has nothing to do with me. So it's to the same respect. It doesn't exist. It has never happened. And if it did, you still don't need to let it exist. You don't need to let it be your reality. Because if somebody told me I was whatever, you know, my, one of my greatest fears is that I'm dumb from my childhood. That was like a great ingrained belief structure in me that mm -hmm. I wasn't smart. So if somebody thought that, the only thing that would make it true inside me is if I believed it. If I looked for all the research that showed that I wasn't smart, it's the same what my intuition was showing. That's what my intuition was saying oh yeah, it doesn't exist. It never happened. And if it did, is it going to stop you? Is that going to stop you from unleashing bliss in the world and like transforming into this bigger energy? Because my intuition said, oh, it's all good. Here it is. It's just bigger than, you know, bigger than you know. And that's scary to you what people might do with it. But I love that idea that people are casting magic and it's almost like, I love Harry Potter. So I think that's why I like that as a metaphor. You're either stopping the spell by being like, no, like I have my own counter spell to that and is that I just don't believe you. And if you know that you can do that, then it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. And then you can take the rock off and let the geyser unleash itself on the world. Watch out world. Here it comes. Because <laughs> fuck it. And the crazy thing is we get 
you know, these ideas that people are going to judge us for being evil. So what is your, what is your big vision? You want to help more people? I know. I know. It's crazy. It is wild when you think about it. Like people have a vision. I want to travel. Oh gosh. You know, that's, (laughs) we, we judge it, right? Black magic. I want to be wonderful. I want to have a good retirement. I maybe want to get a car of my dreams. I want to have an amazing relationship. Oh gosh. Well, aren't you just on your high horse? Like it's insane. Mm -hmm. It can't come in if you don't agree with it. You know, the only rejection that can ever come into us is the stuff that we believe, that we put on ourselves. Otherwise, if I called you a purple balloon, you'd be like, well, she's nuts. It won't come in. (laughs) But if I called you stupid and you believe you're stupid, that will come in. But it's all made up and it's all starts with you. And the, the amazing thing is that we have the control over this because it can feel in our culture like there's all these trolls that are going to get us if we go mm-hmm. out on the internet and we make videos and we put ourselves out there or we make a Facebook live, they're going to show up and we can be really afraid of these people as well. Well, I and- love that phrase, don't feed the trolls, because it's the same what I would say to somebody who is having negative thoughts about them. And so are you feeding them or are you just like letting them be there and, and letting them go? Because you're never going to stop. We all have negative thoughts. All of us. We have our own inner trolls. It's whether you feed them and they get bigger and have more baby trolls or whether you're just <laughs> like, oh, yeah, go about your business and you feed the ones that you do, the unicorns and the, the fuzzy, you know, rainbows in your brain. So- Wow, this is so good. I feel like we're just preaching to my heart today, Serena. I love that. And I'm sure somebody else needs to hear it too. Yeah, the guidance that's available when you come out of some of those lower energy vibrations and life views is just a really profound experience because, you know, we talk about this all the time. The only way that you're going to fulfill your mission in this life is if you delayer anything that's stopping you from doing it. If you remove those imaginary rocks. The work is to allow goodness in. That's the work is to clear out the things that aren't allowing goodness into your life, blessing into your life, wealth, amazing relationships. And I think about that too. I'm going back to like the social media because when we think of showing up, if it's in a business or with an idea or a dream or a vision, it's always this idea of what are those, all those people going to think when I put myself out there. And I think we have it a lot easier. We think, oh, it's the worst it's ever been in history. And I think of the people who are like before TV and everything had to get up on a street corner and be heckled or have stuff chucked Mm. at them. (laughs) Like we don't actually... Nobody's throwing tomatoes. Yeah, you can turn it off. You can actually just shut the screen down. (laughs) Yeah, you can go in your room and, you know, eat ice cream or cry or ignore it. Like, that's the worst that can happen. And it's an amazing, we have this amazing ability to be able to reach people, to grow, to show up, to have an impact on the world. But this is the thing. This is the thing that we need to overcome. And we overcome it by believing And surrounding ourselves as well with people who believe we can do the things we're here on this planet to do so that we don't, again, you know, die, like Wayne Dyer says, with your music still in you. Hmm. And like we shared, you can't listen to the critics. So it's, it's interesting though, because I think every time you go to a different level, you, every time you have the other imaginary people that you're afraid of. Like, and this is a study, right? They did the study that when men are happy, successful, and confident, something happy, successful, and confident, people like them more. 
when women are happy, successful, and confident, people like them less. So yeah. it's not, there's a thing there, right? That, that maybe yeah, it's you'll real. lose a friend mm -hmm. or maybe someone will talk bad about you on Facebook, but you have to say, fuck it. And My that's dream, about them. If they talk bad about, about you, them. that is about them. That's why I, you know, I know that you operate in the same way that I do, Serena. It's that idea of like, where am I staying completely in my integrity with how I speak about other people? Because I know, again, it's that white magic that I cast spells with my words. As Don Miguel Ruiz says, I want to only put good out into the world as much as I possibly can. So how much gossip and junk and stuff can I just cut away? And anytime I'm in that, oh, I feel against this person, how can I let that go as a, as a knowing that's a level of release that's available to me in that moment? Like anytime it's showing up, I don't judge it. I just go, oh, cool. That's here because I get to let another thing go where I would say something negative. And then I know that I'm letting that go inside myself as well. And yeah. then my, I level up. To just literally live in a world where you are encouraging yourself and encouraging other people and allowing that to exist, imagining it, practicing it, working on the words coming out of your mouth, the thoughts that are in your head, how you're responding to people that tick you off and how- It's all about practice, all yeah. of those things. And it's, people forget that practice, and I mean, we've talked about this and talked about this, but it, it bears repeating. Practice isn't perfection. Practice doesn't mean you practice to be perfect at something. It means you practice to just get better at it and you accept that nothing in this world is perfect. And that shifts everything. And practice isn't hard. It can be joyful. And uh, if you're focusing on cheering yourself on for the incremental improvements that you're experiencing as you practice and experiencing that as the joy of life. What if I'm just myself? What if I'm good enough? What if me, myself, warts and all, who just wants to do this thing in the world that's beautiful or good or helpful or of service, what if that's just fine and fuck you if you don't agree with me? And if I mess up, fuck it. That's okay. what I learn? Maybe even for me, thinking of that rock and that geyser, it's I know there's going to be mistakes because I learn it's part of my human design. I learn by iterations and, and figuring out what doesn't work. So I know there's going to be mistakes. And so this idea of fuck it is so important to that. Like, yeah, you made a mistake. Well, fuck it. It's, that's normal. Like, keep going. That's all right. What'd you learn? Dust yourself off. Now you know better. You've collected more data. You're ready to like go on to the next challenge. And that's in the past. That's exactly what it was. In the past, I would be like, well, if I couldn't do it. And I made the mistake. That must mean I'm not good enough to do it. Period. It's that, you know, fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Did you ever have, then I wasn't in alignment or I wasn't spiritual enough or I wasn't meditating enough? I think I always just had that impression, not those things. I always thought I was intrinsically bad. And I think it mm -hmm. comes back to that, like making sure that neural connection is always paired off for me, but I, other people have exactly what you're saying. I maybe yeah. then I haven't prayed enough. I haven't done all the checked all the 75 things that Tim Ferriss does to earn a million dollars boxes or whatever, you know, my routines and my rituals aren't up to snuff. Yeah. No, thank God. I just always think I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really audacity. You know, it's this audacity to think that you're good 
that this idea, this vision that you were given is on purpose because you're supposed to create it in the world, that you're and, exactly the right person for it, just well, like, if, just as you are. Just as I am with mistakes. I'm actually like learning that about my design that there's, I am good at figuring out what doesn't work. That means you have to figure like, there's a reason that you're good at that because you can then systematize and like delete things out that don't work, but you have to first figure out what doesn't work by what failing or having something go wrong. And that's can feel kind of like a, an uphill rolling of a rock, a really heavy rock until you're like, Oh, this is how I'm supposed to operate in the world because this is an important thing it's important to have a person like me in the world. Oh, okay. Well then I can embrace it. And I actually get more freedom to just go out and like dabble and make mistakes and learn that from them. You showing up exactly like you is mm -hmm. exactly what the people who you want to reach need. Exactly. In that. Yes. Isn't that crazy? And if you're listening to this, you too, with whatever that thing is, Whatever it is that's been chasing you or dogging you, what's the highest expression of it? How is that a gift for you in this life? How is that showing up and helping other people? And you'll actually probably start turning what we're, Serena keeps referring to warts, which I'm feeling a little sensitive about because I had warts earlier this year. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even think about <laughs> I that. I know, it's so funny. That's but funny. you'll begin to remove your warts. It's such a good metaphor because warts are stubborn as hell. Like, trust me, I know. Yeah, you got to start seeing that thing that is chasing you around. Because think about that in connection to that. This idea that I'm not smart enough probably came from the fact that I've made a lot of mistakes in my life to learn lessons. Because in the learning, I become a really good teacher. That's just part of my design. But I took it on in the low expression when I was little. Like, oh, God. And I was just focused on the mistakes instead of the learning. Yeah, that you've I got heard from that each of them. saying for people that are like, how are you so wise? Because I've made a lot of mistakes. I have not heard that saying, but today forward, I, I live that and saying now. There's like a, there's a quote. I don't know what it is, but. You're so good. Your mind is like a steel trap, Serena. But it's, <laughs> but it's like jumbly. It might get jumbled in there. Like on one of the other podcasts, I think I said, I bought the Kool-Aid. I didn't edit it. I just left it. It was a few <laughs> podcasts ago. If anybody, Instead of drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, I bought the Kool-Aid. <laughs> I mean, all of that to say, we just came here to talk a little bit, let you know that the show is going to be on hiatus for the month of August, and then tell you to just fuck it. Just Especially fuck it. around these ideas and rules that like we have to show up, we have to, I mean, there are a lot of people that say you have to be consistent or blah, 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 but it's the thing that we need to do to listen to our intuition, to be integral to our families, and to, to do the rules were made by people who broke the rules and made up I new know. rules. <laughs> and then they're like, this works. And they're like, well, actually, that was just you breaking your rules that worked. You breaking down your own barriers. <laughs> but we learn from them. I would say, you know what has been really intriguing with this idea of fuck it is when I take that um, off the cuff remark, like the opposite is the medicine. I like to say that a lot. I'm not sure where I picked it up. It's somebody else's, but that's what I say. I always think that, okay, so if right now, the opposite is the medicine. What is the opposite of what I'm doing? And I think you can take that with your nature because this idea of pushing, um, for me, I'm really good at being, being. I'm really, that's just a natural, I can, I can be like pretty easily. Um, so if the opposite is the medicine for me, it's in the doing a lot of the times where I have to find the balance. And I think for you, it's the, it's the converse. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. But 
it's important to think of things, you know, these frameworks of like, okay, I'm up against something. The opposite's the medicine. Because then you actually flip something over and you see a puzzle from the other side. Because people who are always really good at being present, they're like, oh, I just need to be more present. And you're like, actually, no. Like you're doing that really well. You need to be more action. And for you, you know, it's like, oh, I just need to do something else and I'll get that whatever the thing is. I'll be better mom. I'll be better at my business, whatever. You're like, oh, no, no. You actually just have to like stop doing so much. Yeah. Denise says, Denise Duffield Thomas. Denise, I love it. Tell me Denise. more about Denise. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Denise, I was going to edit that. Now I probably can't. Nope, you can't. Denise, Denise Duffield Thomas says alignment plus action yeah. equals success. And we're out, of, we're out of balance if we do only alignment or only action. And each of us personally, I'd, I'd love to do action all day long. And I would align. Makes me so happy. Trust me. Like if you need somebody to meditate, like go on a meditation retreat with you, you need somebody to like just be and hang out with, wants to just read a book and be in companionship. I'm your girl. Action, I'm really good at it, but I have to get momentum behind it first. Mm-hmm. And I have to... F- I have a point where I'm like, you've done enough aligning. Like the alignment cup is full. It's time to fill up the action cup. <laughs> That's really funny. Mm. So is there anything else that you're feeling is on your agenda for August? Yeah. Well, okay. So what's on my agenda for August? I almost feel like it's a reset after the pandemic. It's like 2020 2.0 is happening in August. There's this new, something wants to show its head. And I, I always kind of feel like this, I think right before the kids school year starts, I think we learn that growing up where, you know, you have the summer off and then you come back and there's that idea of a new year because it's the school year. So it's that 2.0 of any year is happening for me. But what I found today that really resonated, and I'll share it on the podcast and maybe we'll do a little bit of it, but um, Christina Roman, who we've had on the show, she's like the queen of breaking procrastination. She, on her website, which is peakcoaching.com, and we'll link that, she has this um, priorities worksheet basically because, I mean, she has a lot of wonderful freebies and things that can help um, get yourself clear on parts of your business or parts of your life, but it's this priority worksheet and it starts with make a list of your top five priorities in life in order from one to five. And we'll link the, um, her website where you can find this as well. So in August, I'm actually going to double down on this prioritizing. What are my priorities? Because the next part says, why did you put them in this order? Why is your number one priority so important to you? Because as we know, Serena, the why behind things is even more important than the thing. So I'm going to spend August understanding a little bit more of my priorities. And I'm actually going to start with this um, from Christina to get into it. Because where I'm at right now is I think I'm spending in this idea of where am I spending my action time? I think I'm spending too much action thinking about action instead of too much action in the right priorities. Yeah. So what about you? I know that coming today, you weren't, you weren't, you didn't know I was going to say it. I didn't know you were going to say it. And it's awesome for me because I am writing a lot, creating courses. I'm doing a collaborative coaching. I have a a business idea that is far away, but I, but I need to do some thinking about it. I'm being just, for me, 
you know, my human design, and if anybody doesn't know that, we, we have an old podcast on it, but it was very enlightening to me that I love doing. I love, love, love doing, but I can do too much. My mantra is just because I can doesn't mean I should, and I have to wait for invitations, but I've been given a, a lot of invitations in the last couple months, and they're wonderful, and they're exactly what I want to do. So for me, it was like, yay. <laughs> it was just nice because I edit the podcast. It doesn't take that long, but to take it off the table and we'll, we can still, we, we may still record whatever it is. It's just, it's just how life flows and it's, it's perfect. You know, when you feel, if, if you listen to your intuition and you kind of do this allowing in life more, then you'll, you'll have like busy seasons and then slower seasons and things will move around for you as they need to, like Christy saying, oh, let's just take August off. And so we will continue to talk anyway and record and, and really ask and see what is the best service we can give to you as the listener going forward. Um, but it was pretty perfect for me for the timing. And also I have kids too and getting ready and mm -hmm. you know, all the things. And we actually want to go see if we can go camping, what that looks like um, now. Yeah for the rest of the summer. So it's, it's perfect. So it's I think a lot of people are probably, and maybe this is the invitation from the podcast today. Fuck it. Make August your reset, make it your, your 2.0. It's a, it's a big possibility that if we're getting that, you mm -hmm. know, knowing that lots of people are too. And also fuck expectations of yeah. imaginary people or things or they, whoever they are saying you need to do this or show up. And if you're a business owner, you need to be this person, you know, you need to show up and be this to those people. Like, no. And if you're in a relationship, you're a mom, you need to be the most loving, you need to be creating all the things. It's like, actually, you can just let some of that stuff unfold and it can be the most amazing thing. It's really an invitation. That's what today was supposed to be about. It's a huge invitation to all of you to just like in August, what can you say fuck it to, to create more space, to actually allow yourself to be exactly where you're supposed to be. And I have a feeling that half the people listening to this already know this. And we're just saying like, you're right. Go for it. You heard right. For the, you have permission. <laughs> we're writing you a permission slip. It's huge. And it says, fuck it. So if you're you know, have, you know, eyes in the house that shouldn't see that. Don't let them see this permission slip for you. You have a permission slip to just say, fuck it to whatever it is, whatever boulders on top of your geyser of bliss, whatever caterpillar shows up in your life, <laughs> whatever your metaphor is, whatever that thing is that's stopping you from feeling better, mm -hmm. feeling better. God, fuck it makes you feel better. I mean, it's kind of like in RTT, we do fuck you therapy, depending well, on- Well, what it does is it breaks, it breaks whatever attachment you have to that condemnation coming from someone else, whether imagined or real. Mm -hmm. So if, if you have this belief, you're stupid, and I say you're stupid, fuck it is saying, no, I'm actually smart, and you can take your stupid back. Thank you very much. Your next step in- your life, where you're supposed to be going, the amount of joy you're supposed to have, the amount of success that you're supposed to have, the amount of close relationships that you're supposed to have. You are allowed to cut any cords of people who would keep you down, mm -hmm. literally on the scale and definitely in 
your next step, your evolution of your life. You cut yep. them by saying fuck it. I have a book. It's called Fuck. And it's literally the background history of the word fuck. Of the word. And I think yeah. I'm going to actually, I haven't read it all yet. The kids were like, what is this? I'm like, nah, this is for when you're older, guys. I think I'm going to get it out. And I think that'll be kind of one of the practices in August because you know how I am with books. Of course you would buy a book. Always, always by that books. Name. You probably oh, of course. That no, book. I'm pretty sure it was very compelling. And it, it was really fascinating when we had um, Joe Lehman on the podcast explaining because we have a lot of religious like ideas like, oh no, that's not good. And we can't mm -hmm. curse and we can't swear. And she's like, actually, that's not the definition of any of that. Releasing that from the word, of course, is probably that's not going to happen in our lifetimes. I can't imagine, but in your own mind and in your little note that you stick somewhere that you can see it for the month of August, for the rest of your life, it is a very powerful word that doesn't actually have all the connotations that we think it does. Well, it your gives, book explains, I'm sure. only the power that you give it. So give it the power to let you let something go. Just scissors, cutting it, cords uh, of judgment. I feel like if I, if this was a wedding and I was going to give everyone a favor, a party favor, it would be a pair of scissors that said, fuck it on it. And every time, God, I feel like I'm going to have to get some engraved. I'm going to get some fuck it scissors and I'm just going to write shit down and cut it with those scissors and be, and feel better about my life. I love the symbol that that's just so symbolic to me. Oh, I just want everybody to feel as good as I feel right now after we did our intuition work and I had that knowledge that release around. Yeah. And that's really what we're doing as we do this work. And as we cut those cords of judgment, you know, c coming from in us or without us or whatever, it's automatically mm -hmm. your presence, right? Gives permission for other people to do that because they automatically will feel that good, whether listening to whatever, being around you, that that's our work is to bring yes. that into the world. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy work. But the work that's, is to feel good. That's all we've got, guys. That's the show today. That's what we had to say. So go off into the world and just fuck it. <laughs> like Thanks my for favorite listening. assignment I've ever given anybody. It is. I mean, I feel like this is like, it should have been all of senior year in high school. It should have been like lessons and fuck it. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes. And we'll see you next time. Bye.